Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Days of the landlords. It was a big thing, and maybe it was one of the only things to have your rent when the landlord's agent called for it. <laughs> and he didn't call to you for it. You went to him with it. And if you hadn't that rent in your hand for him, you know what happened? You do. Out on the road. Bye-bye. And it didn't matter whether you had ten children or no children. Bye-bye. You'll be evicted. Now, that was a good, uh, that was a good um, encouragement to have the rent in your fist for him. Now, there was this man, Dinas O'Rourke, and not a rich man. And all he had was a horse. But he was lucky to have the horse. But rent time was coming up, the gale day, as it was called. And he had no money to pay the agent. So he'd have to sell the horse. Which was a disaster, because if you hadn't a horse that time, how were you going to do your work? Pull a plough by yourself? Just like a farmer today, having no tractor. But he hadn't the money, and so the horse was going to have to be sold. Now, the nearest place that to him was was Tulla, in County Clare again. And uh, there was two fairs, horse fairs, well, there'd be mixed fairs that time, cattle and horse fairs that time, in most places. And there was two fairs in Tulla at that time, one in April and one in November. And this was the November fair with him, so... He took his horse to the fair and mainly it would be come evening and uh, night time 
the fair and he headed off about 10 o'clock and so he was making his way on and on saddle saddle us of course and felt he was almost from where he was living he had about eight miles to go he was almost there he was about a mile and a half from Tulla making good progress when out on the road in front of him stood this man smallish stocky man and held up his hand ah, Dennis says he and of course Dennis looked at him never knew him never saw him before and he said bent down because even though it was a bright night he didn't recognise the man and he said God save you he says God save you and your man says didn't answer any salute like that only he says tell me he says Dennis uh, where are you going with a fine horse oh I'm going to the fair at Tuller I'm sorry to say he says I have to sell her <laughs> to pay the rent, I suppose. The very thing, says Dennis, to pay the bloody rent, he says. Uh, and how much you expect him for the horse? If I get twenty pounds for her, I'm doing very well. Twenty pound? <laughs> <laughs> says the small fellow. You're giving her away. I know somebody that'll give her thirty-five, maybe, maybe forty for her. Forty? God bless us that he'd pay the rent for the whole year for me. And maybe more. Get down for the horse, so on, come on with me. And I know that man. So I'll be glad he got down, of course, because there was nobody at Tuller Fair that had given £40 or £35 for that horse, and he knew it well, because he was a man that tangled with feathers before for the price of horses and cattle. So I'll be glad he got down, and they walked. And they chatted as they walked. But they weren't gone maybe only a quarter of a mile when they came to these two big piers, gate piers. And the small man, smallish man, said, Come on, in here. And Dennis paused because he knew every landlord place along that road and every road within ten miles into Ennis and over to Scariff and every other way. And... Uh, he didn't know this one. Uh, and he said, Who lives in here? Don't mind that, don't mind that. Come on, come on, come on. The man that I'm taking you to, he lives in here and he'll pay you good money. Forty pound. That was a lot of money. And so big God Dennis followed him in. And the minute he was inside those two gate piers, it wasn't ground, gravel, nothing else that he was used to standing on at all that he was standing on. It was like, it was like velvet, white. And of course, <laughs> he couldn't even feel his feet standing on it, but he said, oh, what's this? Come on, come on, said the small fella, come on, huh? And no, said Dennis, I'm going back. I'm going. No, will you come on? Forty pound is a lot of money. And it was. So be God, be God. Dennis followed him on. And the more he was going on, 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 up this, was it a road, a boreen, or an avenue? But it was white all the way, as white as snow. And at last, at last, they, they came to a tunnel. They came to a tunnel, 
and be the Lord as soon as they did. <laughs> I tell you, that's where Dennis paused and he says, I'm not going in there. Well, if you don't, if you don't, you can go back, said the smallish fellow. Uh, but if you come in here with me, your money is waiting for you. Which shall it be? <laughs> all right, all right, said Dennis. And in he went with his horse and the small fellow into the darkness of the tunnel. And it was dark. But there were a good way into the darkness, Dennis. He says, I, where are we going? Come on, said the small fellow. Keep going. And Dennis said, no, I'm going back. Well, try it, said the small lad. And Dennis reached out his hands and... That was too narrow. There was no going back. The horse wouldn't be able to turn. No, said the small fellow. You'll have to trust me and keep going. And keep going, they did. Until, until. A good place, good way ahead. Ha. He saw light. He saw light. And, and went on, they went on, they went on. Until the light got brighter and brighter. Until they came to a crossroads in the tunnel. And one cross going left and the other one going straight on the tunnel went straight on come on this way said the stranger to Dennis and they turned to the left and it got brighter 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 but there was something strange that it wasn't sunlight or daylight and Dennis was looking up around around him and he said what kind of a place is this will you come on said the small fellow and keep going your money is waiting for you so we got anywhere after a while they they came to this yard this big 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 yard with buildings on the two sides of it and the stranger said to him now do you see that door there on your left look you see there's one there's two there's three do you see the door on the left Go to that door, he says. Open it and take in your horse there. There are three stables. Take in the horse, take off the bridle, take off the saddle and reins and hang the bridle and saddle and reins just inside that door on the left-hand side and there's a peg on the wall. Hang him up in there and, and close the door on the horse and come out and follow me. So Dennis did what he was told and when he came out, the stranger, the small fellow, was waiting for him. So they went back along the tunnel again, and when they came back to the little crossroads, now, says the fellow to Dennis, come on, come on with me. And on they went along, along, along the tunnel on the left-hand side, and it was completely bright now, and they came to another large area. And Dennis saw something that he had never seen before in his life, what did he see? Only uh, there was another open space and he saw these pedestals and up on the pedestals uh, there was these, what would I call them, only kind of ornaments and they all looked like they were made of gold on top of them. And he said to the stranger, what kind, what kind of a place is this? I'm bewildered. I, I'm amazed. I go no further. Look, look, as sure as you're there, Dennis, says, says the fellow. Your forty pounds, your, your money for your horse is safe. 
come on with me. So they went over across this yard, or whatever you'd call it, and they were only halfway across. When? What did Dennis see? Only a big house at the other side. He was so amazed before that, looking around him at all these ornaments and everything else, that that was only now he noticed this huge house that he never before he, he never before saw the like of it. And by the Lord, he had seen big houses inside in Ennis and Limerick and the rest of it, but he never saw one like this before. And he said to the stranger, What in the name of heaven's kind of a place is that? I'm afraid. What would you be afraid of, said the fellow? Now, here, come on, come on, that's where your forty pounds are. Come on with me. And they went across the, the, the yard and they came to this big house door. And Dennis, he was wondering what's inside this place, what's inside the door, and the stranger, he gave three knocks at the door. They waited a few moments, and the door creaked open, and there stood this beautiful girl. And Dennis, he stared at her, and she had a golden necklace around her neck, and bracelets on her arm, and a golden ring on each of her fingers. And Dennis, he looked down at her feet, and she had a pair of shoes in her, low shoes with buckles of gold in them. And Dennis said to the stranger, Who is she? Who in God's name is she? Don't mind that, said the stranger. Who, who she is? Don't mind that. Come on in. Come, come in, come in. You're welcome. And Dennis and your man, they went into this big house and Dennis looked around him. He saw uh, a beautiful carpet under his feet and and the sides of it were decorated with gold braid. Uh, they went along a hall. Uh, he was looking around him and over his head there were chandeliers and they went down along the hall until uh, they came to another door. And... Uh, the, the stranger he gave and the other door it was opened by some some kind of a servant and then the man said to Dennis come in come on come on they went into the room and your man said to Dennis now he said sit down there in that chair and Dennis of course did what he was told like 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 he was frightened. Why wouldn't he do what he was told? And and the chair that he sat on was padded with silk. Now Dennis was only a poor man, of course. He never sat on a chair padded with silk before. Twas only a rich men sat on chairs like that. But he sank down into this chair, and your man said to him, "Now," says he, "I'll get your money for your horse." Dennis was there with his mouth open, looking around him. But then your man <clears throat> put his hand in his pocket, pulled out a key made of silver, and he went over to the far corner of the room. And Dennis, he looked, and your man pulled aside a picture, a picture that was there. And there behind the picture was a safe. And he turned the silver key in the lock of the safe, opened it, and he took out 
of the safe this this box brought it over put it up on the table in the middle of the floor now he says come here come here <laughs> called called Dennis over and he Dennis looked into the box and the box was full of gold coins <laughs> and he noticed one of them and there was St George and the dragon there were gold sovereigns and your man started counting one two three four thirty five six seven eight nine forty now he says there's your forty pounds for your horse I gave you five extra because you came with me now he says put him in a little bag there he gave him a little bag for them put them in your pocket oh god Jesus. thank you thank you very much I'd never have got that price for him in Tullow now says the man would you like something to eat before you leave here I I, I would said Dennis because I, I, I'm fairly hungry I'm so surprised. I, I, I'm fairly hungry and I hadn't much to eat coming out this morning. All right, said the stranger. Come on this way. They went out, out another door than the one they came in. And and when they went into this other room, uh, Dennis, he was amazed. He was bewildered because in this other room, what did he see? Only a table a table or running down the middle of it and at each side of the table there was a row of the most beautiful girls on one side and the most handsome boys on the other that he ever saw in his life. They were all about 20 years of age and when he saw them he was speechless. He was speechless. But they looked at him and there wasn't a word. Nobody spoke, nobody spoke, they just stared at him. But, but, the man, the man says to Dennis, no, no, he says, sit down there, sit down there in that chair, and I'll bring you the food. Well, Dennis sat down, and you know yourself, when you come into a place, into a room or anything else, and everybody is staring at you, and nobody is speaking, it's a very uncomfortable feeling, very uncomfortable indeed. But then, then, in the silence, a beautiful girl that was sitting near him, she said to him in a whisper, Dennis, don't eat anything. Don't eat anything. Remember that. Refuse what you're offered. And a couple of moments later, the door opened and the man came back and on the plate he had these beautiful, beautiful f items of food. Delicious things. Now, there was a smell of, of, well, you wouldn't get the like of it in any hotel, the best hotel in Ireland. And he left it down in front of Dennis. Now, he says, eat that, eat that. Um, Dennis remembered now what the girl had just said, and he replied, "Ah, sure, look, I'll, I'll, 
I'll eat when I go to town. I'm not really hungry. What? said the stranger. Aye. You told me you were hungry. Eat that food. Ah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'll be, I'll be fine, said Janice. Eat that food. I'm not. Look, I, I won't have enough money to get something when I go to Tullershop. Eat that food, said the fellow a third time. No, I'm all right. Immediately he said it for that third time that he wasn't hungry. Everything changed inside in that beautiful place. Instead of the lovely faces in the girls and boys were the most horrible and ugly creatures that he thought he ever saw. Long bony fingers were stretched out towards him as if to tear him to pieces and he shook with fright. <laughs> immediately there was this loud crash like a crash of thunder and immediately the whole place was um. Tongues into darkness. Dennis, he, he didn't know where he was. He thought, and as he felt a hand grasping his hand, and a whisper said in his ear, Come on, come on, out of here, quick, follow me, follow me. He was left out of the big house, lay out of it, out of it, pulled out the door, and the whole place now, remember, was in darkness. He looked, but he could see nothing. He put his hand in front of him, but the place was so dark, so black, that he couldn't even see his hand. Come on, said this, come on, come on, said the voice. I'll save you. And they, they went along, and he's stumbling along, and he being pulled. No, no, he didn't know where he was, but then he heard another crash, like a crash of a storm, a thunderstorm. And the stranger that was bringing him to his rescue said, Oh, my God, they're following us, they're following us. And immediately, Dennis fainted. But even though he fainted, he thought that he was being lifted up by something or someone strong and carried along through the darkness. But after a while, he came to himself and he saw a light ahead. And, and whoever was carrying him brought him on into the light. <laughs> and he looked around, and he saw who was carrying him, and saw that it was the beautiful girl that opened the, 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 big, the, the big house door for him. And he saw that it was uh, the same girl that whispered in his ear when he was offered the food not to eat anything. But the same girl now brought him along until they came to the junction in the tunnel and turned to the right now as they were going out. She said, come on, come on this way. And she led him on to where the stables were. She said, go over, go over to that door. Quick, quick, says she. Uh, the third one on your left, go in. And your bridle and saddle, they're hanging on the same peg as you hang them on when you came in. Take the saddle and the bridle off the peg. Close the door on your horse. Your horse is still there. Close the door the way the horse will not get out. Mm, your horse is paid for. And come on, come on after me. Oh, he did, as the girl told him, got the bridle and the saddle, shut the door, and came out into the yard again where the stable was, uh, into the same stable yard, and the girl was waiting for him, and, no, he didn't know who the girl was, but she said, come on, come on, quick, 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 we have no time to lose, and back they went to the junction in the tunnel, the crossroads in the tunnel, and the tunnel right, and when they went a long way, they saw the darkness ahead, and Dennis saw the darkness and this beautiful girl let him into the darkness and they went a long long way through this darkness darkness and then 
ahead. Dennis saw the daylight, and they went along, long, long in the tunnel until they came to where the daylight was. And Dennis looked at the girl, and he says to her, Who are you? Who are you at all that saved me? Well, Dennis, she said, I happen to be a grand-aunt of yours, your grandmother's sister. She was taken by the fairies when I was only... I was only 16 years of age. No, I was taken by the fairies when I was only 16 years of age. I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath, she said. And I'm condemned to be with thee, she forever. And Dennis, if you had eaten the food that you were offered when you went into that fairy house, you'd never have left it. You'd be in the same predicament as I am. You'd never have got out only for me. But but what what'll happen to you when they found out when they find out now that you helped me to escape? says Dennis. Never mind that, says she. Never mind that. That's my problem, says she. Now, Dennis, listen and listen carefully. Go along the avenue here, outside the White Avenue, until you come to the side of the public road. And take care, says she, take care that you don't look back. Because if you look back even once, you'll be brought back in again into that house that I rescued from you from. That I rescued you from. Take care. Don't look back until you come to the side of the public road. And then you can look back. Hold your saddle and your bridle in your hands until you come to the side of the public road outside and then you can look back and then you'll get a surprise. Now, <laughs> off he went, off he went <laughs> after saying goodbye and thanks to her and he went along this this white avenue or whatever you'd call it, a road or an avenue or, or whatever and, and... <laughs> When he came to the side of the public road that was there, he looked back. But the surprise he got, the whole thing, the whole white road that he had walked in when he went in huh, with the strange man, and he ran out now, was gone. And of course he was bewildered. He didn't know where he was. He was stunned. Huh? But, but, he felt the, he felt, he felt the weight on his trousers. He put in his hand to his trousers pocket to know what in God's name was wrong. And what did he find there? Only the bag with the money in it. And there were the forty gold sovereigns, the price of his horse. It was no dream. It was no dream. He went home and and his wife was waiting for him and she said, Where were you? The the fair is over. I I, I thought you I, I thought you were Well, I thought you were gone drinking or, or you were dead And he said I don't know in the name of God he put his hand down in his pocket and he threw the bag up on the table. He says, look, he says, tell me, are they real or not? Huh? She opened the bag. 
she counted out the thirty gold sovereigns. Where in God's name did you get these? He told her the story. Now, if those sovereigns weren't there, would she have believed him? She probably wouldn't. But when? When he mentioned the girl and who she was, his wife put her two hands up to her head. Oh, my God, she said. Oh, the poor girl. And we all thought that she had died from some disease like consumption or that. We'll take one of these kinds at least and we'll get a mass said for that poor girl because she did die at the age of 16 and we were all wondering what happened to her. So that's what happened to her. And they did get a mass said for her with one of those sovereigns. Did it help her? We'll never know that. But I heard that story from an old man in Quinn. God rest him. He's dead now, but I knew him well, and, and, well, he believed it, and you can believe it if you want to. You can hear that story, or you can find that story in my book, The Man in the Big House. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.